Episode 7, Failure Means Not Yet. Hi, Elite Educators. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a rating and review. Also, stay connected with Always a Lesson through social media. Like us on Facebook at Always a Lesson and follow me personally on Twitter at G Schultek. That's G S C H U L T E K. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. This is Gretchen from Always a Lesson here to empower you to reach your potential In fact, I call you elite because only an elite educator would take time to invest in themselves by listening to podcasts just like this to help hone their craft. Today, I want to talk to you about how failure does not mean no. It means not yet. This podcast is for all educators, so let's get started. Your journey as a teacher will not be perfect In fact, it's going to be freckled with failure, all of which makes you stronger. So wear your scars proudly because without failure, you cannot be great. I recently was reading a book that my father, my own personal mentor and business guru, recommended, and it's called Go for No. It's by Richard Fenton and Andrew Waltz, and it's a super quick read uh, with an easy storyline to bring the message to life. And I'm going to be referencing this book throughout this podcast episode. The word no has such a negative connotation that it actually makes people run in the other direction. And chasing yes can be dangerous, though, because if you only focus on yes, Every no that comes your way is earth-shattering. But if you expect no and you embrace no, then you're motivated to stay in the race and continue. And although this book is intended for people in the sales industry, it did apply to education more than I even realized. Failure is the equivalent of no, where success is the equivalent of a yes. Teachers run from failure chasing success, but remember, this is dangerous because you can't be great without failure. You may be thinking to yourself, why? Well, if you figure out what doesn't work, then eventually you'll stumble upon what does work. And if you stop trying when you realize something doesn't work, you can't ever find something that does work. So stop running from no. Embrace it because it means that you're that much closer to yes. You still might not believe me, and and I figured at this point you still might not, but let me shed some light on people that didn't let no stop them. Instead, they stayed in the game to find their yes. And not only were they successful, but they killed it 
because they didn't stop when they got that yes either. They kept pushing on, finding new no's to uncover and an even better yes to celebrate. So let's check this out. Michael Jordan. All right, everyone knows who that is. He was cut from his high school basketball team, but he kept practicing and through perseverance, he continued to try out and he eventually made his dream come true of playing in the NBA. And now he's a majority owner of our hometown basketball team here in Charlotte, the Hornets. So, okay, big deal. That's one example. He's famous. What does this have to do with me and average Joe? All right, so let's try another one. Abraham Lincoln. So he had less than one year of formal schooling, and he became president. He also failed in business twice, but he became president. And even better than that, he lost eight out of ten presidential elections. But you know what he's remembered for? Being president, not failing in business or being uneducated or losing elections. In the end, he got where he needed to be. Thank you to all of those no's along the way. Okay, okay, so big deal. That's two examples of two famous people. What does this have to do with me and average Joe? All right, so do you like to shop? Well, thank goodness for Macy's. So Mr. Macy failed seven times to get his department store chain up and going. Seven times. That is a ton of no's. But each failure made the idea and brand better and stronger and with that ability to be long-lasting. Now that is a yes worth waiting for. So that was an average Joe who's not so average anymore. So what about this one? Do you like to eat? You should thank KFC. So Harlan Sanders, he was 65 when he realized this retirement check thing is not going to cut the mustard. So what did he do? He called on different fast food restaurants to use his chicken recipe. And in just two years, Kentucky Fried Chicken was born. And that kind of reminds us that it's never too late to dream big and to see it through to fruition. So maybe two years of failure doesn't seem like a lot in comparison to seven failed attempts like Macy's or losing eight out of ten elections like Abe Lincoln, but two years is a lengthy period of time to feel failure. I mean, a second of failure can be painful, but you can't let that be your focus or it's going to consume you. Imagine if you just kept track of every no and then obsessed over the fact that failure means you're unsuccessful. That's not healthy. Failure means you are successfully problem solving to arrive at your yes. Look at the babe, the great Bambino. He, babe Ruth had 1,330 strikeouts. Just let that simmer for a second. But Babe Ruth is a hero. He's a true talent. He's a magnificent athlete. But how? Those stats of his strikeouts say otherwise. They say he's a failure. They say he's not successful. But every at-bat, he got better. He had to swing. He might have struck out, but he had 714 home runs and held tons of other records. So those failures allowed him to hone his craft to hit a ridiculous amount of home runs. So if you still don't believe me, I have one more example for you. Talk about average Joe. 
a guy by the name of Alan Breed, he invented the airbag sensor. It's such a necessary invention, but at the time, no one could understand the point or the need. It took 20 years, tons of money spent lobbying Congress and lots of no's to get just one yes. And now every car we drive has an airbag sensor. That's a huge yes as a result of many tiny no's along the way. And to be honest, I'm glad that these people failed at first. It made them work harder, develop a better product, and problem solve, well, in this case, a global need in a better way. You know, this Allen guy, he's great because he failed. And so are all the others. If we don't encourage people to fail, no one's going to invent anything. No one will ever get better. You have to stumble to figure out how to do it better. And once it's better, work harder to make it great. And once it's great, work tenaciously to make it greater. You are never finished growing. Your failures help you develop and leave a positive and long-lasting impact on those in your community. So I encourage you to fail. Your lineage depends on it. To further my point, in the book we've been talking about, Go For No, Fenton and Waltz describe a company that kept track of every successful sale and every closed door on a sales call. They not only kept track of it, they rewarded the employee with the most yeses and the most noes. Wait, what? You're right. Embracing no. Getting on the saddle again to go after the next potential customer shows grit, ambition, and drive. So the company wanted to reward those employees that didn't let no stop them. So guess what happened? Over time, the award for the most no's and the award for the number one salesman, aka the most yeses, were the same person. And it would make sense that the guy who keeps at it and pushes through lots of no's reaches the most yeses. I mean, you can't win big if you don't fail big. Failing is progress, so next time you don't do something well, say, awesome, I'm one step closer to doing it well. Okay, well, maybe that's not a natural reaction, but you see what I mean. The fruit of your labor will produce, but you have to embrace that no and stop making that word so painful. When you get that one low observation score by your principal, don't quit or stop volunteering, or worse, give up on yourself, leaving your students behind. It's an opportunity to grow. Take a second to think about the area to improve, and then start executing. Execute rapidly, because the quicker you fail again, the closer you are to that success. You know, Thomas Edison was praised for finding the one successful way to produce light from a light bulb. But his response when he asked, how did you do it? I'm going to paraphrase, but he said something like, I found a million incorrect ways. So he was celebrating the failures along the way. And then he got his big yes, a huge yes. And reminder, don't just stop on yes. Keep failing until the next yes. And then keep failing until the next yes. Don't limit yourself to how many yeses you can achieve in one lifetime. And certainly don't limit those no's. They are the foundation that you'll stand on. You want a sturdy platform, so let those failures pour in so you can stand firm on a lifetime of incorrect, imperfect attempts. Smile at that progress and knowledge. That, my friends, is called value and experience, and you can get paid greatly for those two things.
And that's what you bring to the table, a willingness to try, forge ahead, accept feedback and critique, to embrace a no, knowing a yes is on the horizon. And so is another yes and another. So when a lesson bombs, just take excessive notes and make it better next time. Or when a parent screams and hollers, thank them for loving their child so much. Or when a student's not achieving, go through your Rolodex of strategies and ask for help. Or when an administrator tells you that you don't cut the mustard, seek a mentor to work through the how and the why. Or when a school system loses funding and you're out of a job, seek a school where you can add value and bring about change. When you feel like you don't matter or you lack skill or you have no more energy, just remember, you might be down, but you are not out. Keep swinging. Keep practicing. Every at-bat is strengthening your resolve and your value. Your foundation is getting poured and it's drying. Those no moments are stones on your pathway to yes. So keep stepping. Keep moving. Keep growing. Keep going. And as Dory, my favorite Finding Nemo character, says... Just keep swimming. Find failure and appreciate failure and love every minute you fail because it's making you even better than you would have been if you got that yes right away. Embrace no. It's not no forever. It's no for now. Failure's not permanent. It's temporary. It lets you know you don't have it quite yet. But it doesn't mean you won't ever get it. You might get it in 10 seconds. A day, a week, month, or year. But failure just means not yet. So keep trucking. Wait expectantly for that yes. You got this. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on how failure doesn't mean no. It means not yet. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. educators. Are you in need of feeling empowered by someone who is just like you, who does just what you do, and well, just gets it? Then hop on over to alwaysalesson.com to learn more on the blog for tips and tricks of remaining passionate about your current work. Also, check out our social media links for more personal connection to other elite educators just like you. And if you're a newbie educator, Grab a copy of my book, Elementary Education 101, What They Didn't Teach You in College, to ensure you beat the learning curve and end your first year ahead of the game. Alwaysalesson.com provides something for everyone. So elite educators, stop by today and get empowered.